Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. Bible's up. Let's make our confession of faith together. It's at the bottom of the screen. Let's go, let's go, let's go. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear, I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, we repeat what we told you at the beginning. Sir, we are open and we are ready. Speak, Lord. Give us the direction we need. Give us the confirmation that we need. Give us the correction that we need. God, be specific with us today. If you need God to be specific about what you need to do in certain areas of your life, can I just get you to ask him, say, be specific with me, Lord. In Jesus' name. Let's go to work. So this new series that we started last week is called The Sequel. Here's why. Our God is the God of sequels. Why? He is always wanting your next to be better than your previous. Watch me. Or even your present. How do we know that? 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, We all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed. Let's back up. Watch me. Beholding means to see. And whatever you behold, you become. Every day of your life, God keeps showing you just how good he is to you. You did not just make it through the uh, most difficult two years of human history for the last century. You didn't make it through that for no reason. You made it through that so every day you could see God's glory. Why? Because you look at the news and then you look at your life and you say, God, you sure enough been good to me. I wish there was some of y'all that could tell the truth that you can look back over your life. I don't have to go back two years. I can go back two days and I can see the goodness of the Lord in my life. Somebody shout, he's been good to me. We all with unveiled face beholding or seeing the glory of the Lord and his glory means his goodness are being transformed into the same image. What image? The image of God. Which means every day God is making you to look more like him. Listen, this means every day you should feel more like yourself and more like him. Do not fight to hold on to who you were because who you were is insufficient for where you're going. See, and watch me. Here's what I need you to get excited about. Sometimes the Lord will have to use other people to show you that you've been transforming. Why? They'll, they'll talk to you and say, you're not the same way you used to be. And you can tell them, baby, I ain't trying to be who I used to be. I am transforming. And I may not be what I want to be. Come on, y'all help me finish it. But I can thank God I'm not what I used to be. Every day I'm transforming. I don't look like my Monday me, like my Sunday me. Me, like my Saturday me, like my Friday me, like my. 
You need to see it as a compliment when other people tell you you're changing. Stop trying to re reconform to who you were and realize you're supposed to transform every day. Watch me. And if you cannot grow with me, then I'm going to need you to bounce. Y'all not going to say nothing to me. If you are going to try to hold me into how you met me and hold me into how you discovered me, then that means that that's where your relationship with me was supposed to end. Because the people around you have to have the ability to grow with you. They have to have the ability to transform with you. Why? Because I'm not going to be the same me to, uh, in 12 months as I am today. So either you grow with me or we're going to grow apart. Watch me and I'm fine either way. I need some of y'all to stop letting people punk you and try to put you back in the box they met you in. They maybe met you when you were in a valley, but baby, you stepped out of your valley and you're now at the top of your mountain. And watch me, they may have met you in a low place, but you're not staying in that low place. Somebody say, I'm being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to the next. So it's like your temperature is rising. I like the way ESV says it. That's English Standard Version because it says one degree. Um, other versions say from glory to glory. But I like the way ESV says it because it says from one degree of glory to the next degree of glory, which means your temperature is rising, which means your temperature is increasing. Y'all remember that uh, we used to play hot and cold, hot and cold. Anybody remember that game? And the closer you got to something, they would say, you're getting hot, you're getting hot, you're getting hot. And the further away you got from whatever it was you were supposed to find, they would say, you're getting cold, you're getting cold, you're getting cold. Here's what the Bible says. Every day you're getting hotter. Which means, watch me, here's why you can't stop. Because if I stop, that means I stay where I'm at. But every day I get up, I'm getting hotter, I'm getting hotter, I'm getting hotter, I'm getting, which means you're about to possess the very thing you were sent. I'll preach my own self happy. Would you look at somebody around you and say, you getting hot, you getting hot, you get. Matter of fact, you coming in 2022 hot. This second quarter is about to be hot. Matter of fact, the, the last nine months of this year are going to be hotter than. I'm getting closer than I've ever been. This is why you can't give up. This is why you can't throw in the towel. This is why you can't stay in depression. This is why you can't stay in grief. This is why you can't stay in anxiety. Why? You are getting hotter. This is God's desire for you. And Wednesday's message was called How to Handle Affliction. And I taught you that God allows affliction to accelerate you to the next degree of glory. So the next degree of glory is the sequel of your life. So, so you're not in like part two, like every day is another sequel. Can we tell the truth? Have you ever been in the middle of a day and it started one way and then all of a sudden something shifted that turned it another way? Like every day can be a sequel for you, which means every moment I'm getting better. Every second I'm getting better. If they couldn't stand you last week, they're going to hate you today. Why? Because I'm better today than I was last week. All right? God allows affliction to accelerate you to the next degree of glory. Listen, Exodus 1.12 says, but the more they afflicted, say your name. The more, say your name, multiplied and grew. You do not grow and multiply from getting what you want. You grow and multiply from getting what you hate. Come on, 915. See, here's what we think. If I had a cosign, if I had somebody that would help me, if I had somebody that believed in me, if my family did right by me, if my cousin did right by me, mm -mm, God says that's not what's going to make you multiply and grow. What's going to make you multiply and grow is every time you are afflicted. Because when you are afflicted, that produces multiplication and growth for you. What's multiplication and growth? It means to accelerate or increase the speed. So in other words, whenever God wants to get you somewhere fast, he allows, he allows affliction. All right, all right. In other words, the next time you see affliction, your response needs to be, yep, I'm getting ready to multiply and grow. Every time you see trouble, you need to say, yep, I'm getting ready to multiply and grow. I need you to practice with the person on your left or your right online. Do it with somebody around you. And if there's nobody there, just talk to the screen. Talk to me. Say, yep, I'm about to multiply and grow. Y'all not saying it the way I need you to say it. The next time you get a bad email or a bad phone call, don't cuss, don't get angry, just look at it and say, yep, I'm about to multiply and grow. The next time somebody starts to mess with you, don't get upset, just say, yep, I'm about to multiply. 
If they say they're going to fire you, say, yep, I'm about to. If they take the house, yep, I'm about. If they take the car, yep, I'm about to. If you feel discouraged, yep, I'm about. But the more, look at me. It doesn't say the more they prayed for them. It doesn't say the more they helped them. It doesn't say the more they believed in them. It doesn't say the more they had support. See, all of the things you want keep you from what you want. Because you want people, I just want people to believe in me. Believe in yourself. I just want people to see what, I just want people to see what God sees in me. You better see it for yourself. Watch me, because people will sleep on you. Until, watch me. Until, watch me. Until the noise you make won't let them sleep. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Y'all got me walking on this stage with this limp, but I'm about to preach. Why? 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 Because some of y'all, watch me, the noise you make in the last nine months of this year is about to wake up every person that's been sleeping on you. Back then, they didn't want you, but now that you're hot, they're going to be all up on... And watch me, you'll be able to look at him and say, you should have got in back then. But baby, the train has left the station and I don't have time for, if you can't go with me through my suffering, then you're not coming with me in my reigning. Y'all ready? Today's message is called the sequel of a seed. Pay attention because Genesis 8.22 says this. While the earth remains, is the earth still here? Yes. Seed time and harvest. That means increase and release, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. Say these last three words like a big army with me. Shall not cease. There are only, hear me clearly, two contrasting seasons of your life. There's only two. There's only two. You're either in a seed season or a sequel season. I'll say it again. You're either in a sowing season or you're in a reaping season. Now, here's the thing about your life. One area, you might be in a sowing season. But in another area, you might be in a sequel season. What if I told some of y'all, watch me, your sequel has begun. I'll preach my own self happy. You've been sowing faithfulness. You've been sowing consistency. You've been sowing finance. And I came to tell somebody at this 915, your sequel is about to begin. Baby, get you some popcorn because this movie is about to be in. If you think you got some areas of your life that are about to hit their sequel, I just need you to put a sequel praise in the atmosphere. Go. Five. Four. Three. Two. It's about to be a sequel, and it's about to be incredible. It's about to be amazing. Look at somebody say, you're in your sequel now. Don't talk to them no more. I don't like the way they responded. Talk to somebody else. Say, I said you're in your sequel now. Can you prophesy to somebody around you you want to see win? Come on, tell them, say, you're in your sequel now. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. I'm glad you didn't quit during the seed time. I'm glad you didn't stop. Open your mouth and say, I'm in my sequel now. There's only two contrasting. And why do they contrast? Because they're very different. When you're sowing, it's very different than your sequel. And because you can be in different, different seasons, either sequel or, sequel or seed, Sequel or seed, sequel or song, because you can be in different seasons. I need you to learn how to multitask. Because some of you, watch me, you put holes in all four of your tires because one of them blew. Now realizing in that one area where a tire blew, that's where I'm sewing. But in my other three, I'm in my sequel. Which means I don't throw this away simply because this is going through that. I realize this is in a different season than the rest of them. Y'all got me? So look at Mark 4 and 26. Mark 4 and 26. And he said, the kingdom of God is if a man should scatter seed on the ground. He said, this is the kingdom. He says, if it's a man should scatter seed, where? On the ground. 
you're not listening. So, so I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to do it again. He said, he said, this is the kingdom. What's the kingdom? Heaven's attributes on earth. See, how do I get heaven to invade my life? This is how you do it. He, he said, the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is heaven's attributes invading the earth. It is God's MO, his modus operandi. That's how God does what he does. It is becoming who God said you be, can become and possessing what God said you can possess. And do you know how he said the kingdom works? He said, here's how the kingdom works. Sow something. See, some of y'all are praying, but you ain't sowing. You crying, but you ain't sowing. You cussing, but you ain't sowing. You mad thinking God owes you something, but you did not follow the principle to get what you think that he owes you. Look on the screen. If you look at the picture at the bottom, you will see a bunch of mustard seeds. Those little small seeds. Matter of fact, you've seen me. You've seen me. You've seen me um, bring out the mustard seeds. I've had these mustard seeds for at least 10 years. Because <laughs> these things are so small. And, and, and some of you are missing it. See, everything you needed, you were already given. And if you use what you got, it lasts you. Right? So, so look, here, come, come here, come here, come here. These little small seeds, these must, look at how small that is. This, this little small mustard seed. Very small. <laughs> look at me. Look at me, look at me. But look on the screen to see how big of a tree it produces. In other words, I need you not to sleep on your seed because your seed seems small too. Some of you all are sleeping on stuff because it seems small. It seems insignificant, but it's going to turn into something amazing. See, let me see if you can get it. That's the seed right there on the left, but that's the sequel on the right. Which means the sequel is always bigger than the seed. All right, all right, look at this. Verse 27. He sleeps and rises night and day. You have to go to sleep. Your seed never sleeps. Okay. See, some of y'all, you stress, watch me, because you have no seed in the ground. But when you have seed in the ground, you go to sleep knowing that my seed does not sleep and my seed does not slumber. So while I'm resting, my seed is fighting. While I'm chilling, my seed is conquering for me. He says, and the seed sprouts and grows, which means seeds produce what? Sequels. Another word for sequels is seeds produce harvest. Look at this. He knows not how. See, here's, here's your problem right here, because this is how the kingdom works. You're trying to figure out the how. How are you going to do this, God? How are you going to make this happen? How many of you right now, there's some hows. Wave at me. You're like trying to figure out the how. And if you ain't trying to figure out the how, you're lying right now. So, so now put your hand up because I'm trying to figure out how you lie. Listen. This is still the truth. We all want to know the how. Because deep down inside, all of us, there's a control freak. There's a part of you that said, ain't nobody finna tell me what to do. I'm grunt. I ain't giving control to another man again. I, I ain't giving control to another woman again. You like Janet Jackson. Control. Still mad at Joe. You <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, just smile. Look, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Say it's supernatural. Your only job is to sow. It is not your job to figure out how it's going to go from, look on the left, that small seed called a sperm. It is not your job to figure out how it's going to turn into, on the right, the sequel, which is called a baby. It ain't your job to figure out how that's going to happen. All you need to know is that while you're sleeping, it's multiplying. All you need to know is that while you're being consistent, it's multiplying. All you need to know is that it's supernatural. Open up your mouth and say, it's supernatural. It's not your job to figure out the how. And that's the faith part, 915. The faith part is, I don't know how. I don't know. Look, and the Bible says you're not supposed to. Can I free some of y'all up? He never put the responsibility of the how on you. He put it on him. 
Well, I don't know how I'm going to get this house. Boo, that's not even your job. Put the seed in the ground. I don't know how I'm going to get this job. That's not even your response. That's way above your pay grade. That is way above your head. That is not your response. I don't know how I'm going to start the business. If you don't shut your mouth, that is not your responsibility. Your only responsibility is to get the seed in the ground and let the supernatural do what the supernatural does. That's the faith part. Somebody said, that's the faith part. Why? Because I don't know how. What is faith? Faith is, a subs- faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not, se- which means I have no clue. I don't know. Look at somebody and just throw your hands up and say, I don't know. How are some of y'all about to be out of debt? I just know I got seed in the ground. And it, watch me, either I'll pay it off or he'll cancel it or they'll lose the paperwork, or somebody gonna type the wrong thing. All I know is, I don't know. But I do know I scattered my seed. Look at somebody say, I don't know. But I know I scattered my seed. Look at verse 28. The earth, this one's good to me. The earth. Earth um, in Greek, the language of our New Testament is the word G, G-E, which means life. Pay attention, pay attention. It means life, it means land. It means life, it means land. It means atmosphere. Pay attention. The earth produces by itself, which means once I scatter my seed, the Bible says that there's going to be a law that steps into motion. What does the law mean? It's true everywhere, anywhere, at any time for anybody. Which means I don't have to figure out the how because there's a promise attached to the what. You missed it, so let me back that thing up. I don't have to figure out the how. There's a promise attached to the what. So when I release my seed, you ready? And I'm going to tell you the different types of seed in a moment. When I release my seed, the Bible says, I'm going to go to sleep. What does that mean? I'm going to rest. I'm not going to be stressed. Elbow somebody say, I refuse to be stressed. If you're stressed, that means you are trying to play God. And can I tell you, you don't have what it takes to get on the cross. We're about to have a praise break right through here. Is there anybody else beside me that's grateful that he paid the price you and I would never, ever be able you don't have what it takes to get on the cross. You don't have the, what it takes to pay the sacrifice. I need you to open up your mouth and shout, I'm grateful. He's a much better God than you would be. He's a much better God than I would be. He is amazing. When you get stressed out, you ain't eating or you eating everything. You are playing God. Because you're trying to worry about the how. That's not your responsibility. He said, your job is to scatter the seed. And then he said, then you're going to rest, which means you will not be stressed. You're going to scatter your seed. You will rest. And the earth is going to make sure that it produces by itself. See, some of y'all get mad at people, but you didn't see what they sowed. You're you saying, why is God doing all this for that person? Well, you sow what they sowed, and you can see what they see. Sow what they sowed, you can see. See, some people got an issue with you now. About how they got all this? How they doing all that? If they knew what you had to sow, don't you judge my harvest. Don't you judge my sequel. If you did not first see my se- would you look at somebody next to you and say, you got seed in the ground? Shut your mouth if you didn't see what I sold. They didn't see the tears you sold. They didn't see the heartache you sold. They didn't see the betrayal you had to deal with. And you still love people even though people gave you every reason to hate. Even though they gave you every reason to do them dirty the way they did you. See, I wish they knew about your sowing. I wish they knew about your suffering. I wish they knew about the days you didn't even want to wake up in the morning. But I got a seed in the... Somebody shout, I got seed in the ground. 
The earth produces by itself. Look at me. Your life will produce by itself. For everybody trying to make something happen, can I tell you, again, you trying to play God. I got to make this happen, Bishop. I got to, you know what I'm saying? I, ain't nobody going to make it happen for me. That's true. But I got to make this happen. You know what I'm saying? Sir, put some seed in the ground. Because the Bible says your life will produce by itself. You're not, you're not, you're, you're not listening. You're not listening. So, so, so if, if I get these, these are pumpkin seeds, right? If I get this, this pumpkin, this pumpkin seed in the ground, you got it? Which means, here's the deal, I have to have the faith to release it. And I have to feel like I'm empty-handed for a while. See, see, if I hold on to my seed, then that's my harvest. And this is bigger than money. I'm going to teach you some of the seeds in a moment. See, some of y'all, you're like, well, if I give that, if I do that, then I ain't going to have nothing. No, 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 no. The Bible says the earth is about to produce something for you. If you hold on to this, this is all it will ever be. And I don't know about you. You can't sit up and just eat and get full of pumpkin seeds. But if I release it, the Bible says that my life is going to produce. And this is way bigger than that. That's way bigger than that. The sequel is way bigger than the seed. See, some of y'all want this, but you won't give that up. Some of y'all want this, but you won't give that up. Because you feel, well, at least I know what to expect with that. Well, then that's all you'll ever have. See, I need some of y'all, watch me. I need you not to overvalue what you have and underestimate your sequel. Open your mouth and say, my sequel looks huge. And see, watch me. You're in a spring feast season, which means I'm not just going to get one. I'm about to get double for my trouble. Open your mouth and say, I'm about to get double. For my trouble. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. The earth produces by itself. Say, this is a law. Talk to me, 915. Say, this is a law. First, the blade. Say, uh-oh, here we go. Here's process. Because the sequel doesn't just... Sequel. It's kind of like a movie. It's kind of like a movie. Um, it's kind of like a movie. When they're making a movie, um, they'll drop a press release to tell you we're about to do something. We're about to make a sequel. And for some of you, watch me, the first sign of your sequel was you came to church and got a prophetic word. Let me give some of y'all your press release. You're going to get double. 2022. Two is the biblical number of witness. But then, watch me, look what the scripture says. It says, first the blade. That's like the press release. We're about to do a sequel. We're about, somebody say, God's about to do a sequel. But then after the press release, look what the scripture says. Then the ear. This is like the trailer. Anybody else like movies beside me? Some of y'all look at me like, you don't even know what a trailer do a movie. A trailer. It's if I live in a house. If you don't get your simple sir. Come on. I love you. Look at me, look at me. A movie trailer. So I love movie trailers. I love, and if you ever notice, in a movie trailer, they give you all, they, they manipulate those trailers. Like they made Scream look like he was going to be amazing. And I got to the end of it, I said, y'all did this on a weekend. That's what, you, did I say the name of the Oops, whatever. I like, I like scary movies. They made this latest Halloween look, I was so excited. I mean, look, I was like them people that stand in line at Apple to go to the movie. I was the first one up in the There wasn't nobody but me in the theater. And I'm like, it's about to be. Uh, I mean, I'm so excited. I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. And 30 minutes in, I was responding to emails, texting. <laughs> I was like, y'all could have put this on Netflix or something, y'all. 
put it on USA <laughs> Saturday afternoon. <laughs> now, now, look at me. I'm not, if you love those movies, I'm not, you know, that's fine. Look, nobody's perfect. Listen, I'm just messing. I'm just messing. I'm just, look at me. The trailer will have you thinking it's going to happen one way. For it only to happen a whole different way. Uh-uh, I'm trying to encourage somebody. Because God will give you a trailer where you'll sit up and have visions of what it's going to be and how it's going to happen and how you think it's going to manifest and you'll be imagining that you're going to walk into your job on Monday and they got a fresh check sitting on your desk with a new set of keys saying, you'll have all this imagined. Watch me, but the trailer is not exactly how the movie's going to play out. And for some of you, you will then begin to dig up your seed because you'll start speaking negative, you'll start speaking junk, you'll start speaking trash, you'll stop doing what you did to start, you'll stop doing that in the middle of it because you're like, well, the trailer doesn't look like what this movie's coming out to be. So I got my press release, then I got my trailer, and look what the Bible says, then the full grain in the ear. Now, I could spend time right there. Say full grain, grain. Uh huh. in the ear. Now, now I, I could go deep here. Can I go deeper now, 15? Um, so literally, it, what it's referring to is, is when, when the grain is fully grown, it sits in something called the ear. I'll oh, come over here. Which means, which means, which means I got to hear something. Faith comes by. In other words, my sequel is connected to the sound I choose to hear. And for some of y'all, you got to be louder than your fears. So look at the process. Process is first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. Somebody say, this takes time. On the screen on the left, you see watermelon seeds. Any watermelon lovers in the building? Any watermelon lovers online? All right, watch me. So look, 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 but look on the right. That's what it produces. No, you're not, you're not catching it. The seed is always smaller than the sequel. But it's going to take time. It's going to take. It's going to take. It's going to take. And that's where faith comes in. Because I have to choose to believe that every delay is to my benefit. What if it was taking as long as it was because it was going to be bigger than what you expected? What if it was taking you as long as it's taking you? Because all you were expecting was a couple of pumpkins. Because I'm going to give you far more than what you anticipated for. All right. Look, 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 look on the screen. Look, look, at, uh, look at verse 29. But when... The grain is right. He puts in the sickle because the sequel has come. But when, say when. Well, the when is based on the what that you sowed. Um, there's this meme that used to go around on social media of um, this elephant and how the elephant would be pregnant, pregnant for, for years. I believe two years. Be a good church. Anytime you see two this year, you need to pay attention to it because two is the biblical number of witnesses, which means you're going to see something. It's 1022 right now. Look at, somebody, look at somebody next to you. Look at somebody next to you and say, you're about to see something amazing. If they don't have any faith, I need you to forget about them and just reach over them and get to somebody else and say, you're about to see something amazing. You're about to see why you couldn't quit. You're about to see why the enemy's been trying to get you to take your life. You're about to see why depression has been sneaking up on you. You're about to. The, the wind is based on what? So this meme, and, and so these other animals, this dog, bow, wow, wow, yippee, yo, yippee, yay. This dog walked up to the elephant and said, I, I didn't had a whole bunch of babies. In this, look at me, watch me. The same time you've been pregnant, I've had lots of babies. This cat walked up. Cat says, cat says, 
Cat <laughs> says, this whole time you've been pregnant, I done had a whole lot of babies. I like the elephant because the elephant got a little attitude. Like I'm going to need you to have for the next 10 minutes. The elephant got an attitude and said, of course you would. What you're producing is small. When I give birth and my baby hits the earth, it's about to shake the... Of course you've done more than me in that amount of time. Because what you're doing ain't hitting on nothing. But when I give birth... If you don't act like what you're about to produce is about to shake your city, about to shake your region, about to shake your family, come on, open your mouth and say, it's going to be huge. And it's going to shake the earth. Ah, I need you to speak that thing with some faith. It's about to change your whole economic status. Say, it's about to shake the earth. This is about to be a game changer. You're about to be the industry changer. You're not going to own one investment property. You're going to have one, two, three, four. You're not going to live in one city. You're going to have properties in multiple cities. You're going to be blessed to be a blessing. Say, say this, I thank God for every delay. Say, it's proof of how big what I'm about to birth is. You with me, 915? All right, look, look, look. We're almost done. You can grab a seat. We're almost done. He says, but when? The when or how long is predicated upon the what? But when the grain is ripe, at once he puts in the sickle. Look at this part right here. At once. Here, let me prophesy to you. For many of you, you have areas of your life. Matter of fact, let me change this. For everybody listening to me or watching me, there are areas of your life where you are currently in your at once. What, is, what is that? See, some people have their hands lifted. You're trying to figure out what they're doing. Whenever a prophetic word goes out, you got to lift your hands to receive that word. There's two Hebrew words for lifting your hands. One is yada, one is toda. One means to release, one means to receive. Somebody say, I'm in my at once. But once he puts the sickle in, watch me, why? The harvest is gone. What is the sickle for? To go collect my harvest. Let me prophesy for some of you for the remainder of your April. Every day you're going to go to that mailbox and you're going to collect what you do. Your name's about to be brought up. Your email's about to get filled. Your text's about to get filled. You're about to get some harvest. You're about to get you some at once. If you believe that, shout at once. Galatians 6 and 7. God is not mocked for whatever one, say it with me. It's on the screen. That, which means, which means, which means I never get a different seed. Or excuse me, I never get a different sequel than the seed that I sowed. Now, that's great if what you're sowing is good. But see, if you're sowing gossip, if you're a hater and you're sowing hate, if you're sowing strife and division, See, this is why some of y'all don't need to worry about getting folks back. That's all right. They'll get a harvest. Don't bother clapping back. Why? Their harvest is going to clap back. I just need you to prophesy like the Lord's about to clap back on some enemies. Just put your mouth on the wrong one. Started something with the wrong one. I will will smith you. No, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Out your mouth. Listen. God is not mocked. <laughs> For whatever one sows, that pumpkin seeds produce pumpkins. Hate produces love produces money produces consistency produces which means here it is you ready to receive you must first release a lot of people you pray for things and that's not how the law works the spiritual law says whatever you want release it first 
Some people say, I just want some godly friends. Be a godly friend. I just want a good relationship. Be somebody good to be in a relationship with. Make sure when we Google toxic, you ain't there smiling. I'm going to need you to be a choosy lover. So here it is. I taught you this last year, and I wanted to hit it again. You're a farmer. Say, I'm a farmer. Now, you're a real stylish farmer. You know, you're a contemporary farmer. You know, you're a modern-day farmer. You got it? You're a farmer. <laughs> she talking about what? You're a farmer that has, listen, everything you need. How do you have it? In seed form. There's nothing you want you don't already have. There's nothing you need you don't already have. You just may not have it in this form. You have it in this form. So you'll tell the Lord, Lord, I need this. And the Lord will say, you don't need that. You already have it. You just have it in its seed form. And notice the seed doesn't look like the sequel. So some of you need to literally ask the Lord. Let's pray right now and say, Father, show me what I have. Come on, say it again. Say, Father, show me the seed I already have. His divine power, 2 Peter 1.3 says, has given us, this is past tense, everything we need for life and godliness, which means everything you need to have a great life and be a great Christian you already have. Look at me. Everything. You lack nothing. You lack nothing. No, some of y'all, I need to free you up today because you're like, I just feel like I don't have this. And I'm going to shut your mouth, girl. You lack nothing. Shut your mouth, boy. You lack nothing. Can I give you three types of seed that you have? Let me give you these three right fast. Number one, your mouth. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. And those that love it will indulge and eat its fruit. What is fruit? The sequel. It's the harvest of a seed. Which means, what does the Bible say? You'll bear the consequences of your words. Everything you speak is a seed. So question, if you don't like what you're seeing, change what you're speaking. Now, I say that, and y'all like, that's right, Bishop. And then let something not go your way. By the end of today, you're going to be then choked up and cussed out your seed. Okay, come on. Can we have an honest moment, 915? How many of us can be honest that, that, like, that, that you can start a day like just speaking life and just... I'm excited. This is the day that the Lord... And about 11.35... I'm done. You damned everything up. Because you do realize those words have power. You didn't turn everything into bull excrement. Some of y'all need to Google excrement. You done made everybody around you a dog. Y'all ain't figured that one out yet? And so now you wonder why you get treated so bad. Well, you didn't call everybody around you a dog. You used a different term. Y'all got a religious spirit at this 915. Tell the truth. Your mouth, your mouth is a producer of seed. Because the Bible says that you're going to eat its fruit, which means everything you speak is producing a sequel. You're going to see the sequel of what you say. Watch me. And some of what you're seeing is not the devil. It's a sequel to what you said. So this is why the Bible says we call things that be not as though they 
which means I'm not going to call it like I see it. I'm going to call it like I want to sow it so that I can call my sequel in. So even if you got number trifling people around you, can I tell you what you need to speak? I have amazing people around me. If you got a horrible team, you need to have an amazing team that always executes and does everything well. If your family is the most trifling family on the planet, you need to say, but I have an amazing family that loves God, loves people, and loves life. If you can't stand your job, you need to say, I enjoy what I do and I love it and it loves me and it produces great income for me and I don't make my living from my job. I make my living from my gifting. Because some of you are like, Bishop, I just keep it real. No, you keep it cursed. Because life and death are in the power of your tongue. Here's the second Here's the second C. Second C. I'm only going to give you three today. Here's the second C. Your movements. What you do. How do you move? How do you move? You ever met somebody that you just didn't like the way they moved? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't like the way you move. I like the, no, I don't like the way you move. I hate the way you move. This is the 915, they don't know that song. Uh, play Order My Steps, they know that song at the 915. Sing a hymn, they know that at the 915. <laughs> you ready? Look at the person next to you and say, how do you move? Joshua 1.8, study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then, somebody say only then. Will you prosper and succeed in all you do? Pay attention. The, the Lord tells Joshua, Moses has died, and they've mourned for 30 days. And the Lord tells Joshua, here's what I need you to do, Joshi. Joshi, I need you to study what Moses taught you, and then after you study what Moses taught you, then I need you to do what Moses taught you. And only if you move like that will you prosper and have good success. Some of you, you ready? You're mad at your sequel, but your movements are whack. Translation. Whack is an urban colloquialism. That simply means that your movements do not align with the stated direction which you intend for your life to go. Okay. All right. Let me give you the message Bible translation. Stop doing that, fool. Listen. <laughs> That's how the message Bible was saying. Message Bible like, if you don't back up, it's message Bible. All right. All right. Uh, some of you, you real churchy. Let me give you King James Version. Stop doing it th this. This. This is ruining it, what you wanted it is. Because the way you moveth ain't going in the direction you say you want to go with today. Got it? You keep saying, I just, I just want to get that freedom. But every credit card offer you get. You keep saying you want good relationships. Yet you knew up front what that was. And you sitting here trying to, you, you psyching yourself out. You good. You good. Because you'll psych yourself. You know what it is. You already know it ain't got no legs. You know that relationship ain't going nowhere. And you will sit there and talk yourself into something that you, even you know, even you know. That's why you sit up and laugh at yourself sometimes because you're like, you know exactly that this ain't. You're just trying to go somewhere to eat with somebody. <laughs> you just want to dance with somebody. You just want to feel the heat with somebody. But go on a jog, okay? Listen. Not today. Wait until tomorrow. It's supposed to be 77. Listen. You ready? Your mouth, your movements, what you do, what we do is a seed. So if I sow something that's a movement, I'm going to see a sequel of the movement that I sow. You got it? Here's the last seed I'm going to give you today. Money, 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 money. All right. Y'all knew that one. All right, here we go. Second Corinthians 9, 6. Your money is a seed. Um, lots of people, lots of people, um, let me just help you. Jesus, over 15% of Jesus' words were about money. And the reason was because he was speaking to a people that needed to be financially empowered. When he's speaking to these multitudes, I want you to consider that in the middle of the day, these people are taken off because they were pretending like they was working from home. <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna say nothing right now. 
You thought work from home started during coronavirus. Nah, boo, this started thousands of years ago. These people pretending like they're working from home, yet in the middle of the day, they go into Jesus' healing crusades. <laughs> and then they get that, ain't nobody brought no lunch, so you got to feed them all. If I was working from home, I didn't know we were going to be here all this time. So, so Jesus spent a lot of time, he was speaking to people that needed to be financially empowered because they were in a system that was set up against them. They were in a system that intentionally oppressed them and made sure, watch me, that they made less than others who did the same work. They were in a system that was set up to make sure they did not do well. They were in, a, in a, what's called an oligarchy, which means that those that had wealth and prestige, they set the rules for everybody else to make sure that the rules work for them, but they did not work for anybody else. So Jesus spends a lot of time talking about money because he, he said, listen, I can talk to you about being blessed. I can talk to you about all of that. But if you are not economically empowered, none of that matters because it's not enough to just shout and you not see anything. It's not enough for you to just praise God, but you not possess something. See, can I encourage everybody watching me, everybody in this building and everybody online? You're doing amazing, but watch me. You don't just need to do amazing for you. You're blessed to be a blessing, which means I don't need enough for me. You need to have overflow so you can be a blessing for somebody. If all you have is enough for you, then you can't be a blessing for somebody else. Elbow somebody and say, you're the blessing, you're the blessing. I'm not trying to get a blessing, baby. I am a blessing. So here it is. We got to go. A farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a what? Small crop. So here's what some of us do. Here's what some of us do when it comes to money. And specifically, we're talking about giving to God. You got all this. You tip him. You, you, you tip him. You got all that. God is like, what is this? This ain't even a tithe. You tipped me less than you give the waiter. All they did was bring you water and bread. I make sure you never lack water or bread. I make sure that doors are open for you and ways are made for you. I dare you do more for a human than you do for your God. Don't get quiet now, 915. Y'all was shouting a minute ago. It says, a farmer who plants only a few seeds gets a small crap, crop, which is crap. <laughs> who wants a small crop? I, I was, while, I was, while I was exercising yesterday, I walked past this thing and it says sunflower garden. There wasn't no sunflowers, there wasn't no garden. It was one dead sunflower and a bunch of dirt. And I started thinking to myself, I said, y'all need to take the sign down or put some water in here or do something. I said, because this is false advertising. You're saying you're blessed, but you don't have no fruit to sow that you're blessed. <laughs> you ready? If you only plant a few seeds, what does the Bible say? You're going to get a small crop, which what have we discovered? That's crap. The only thing you can talk about is how you used to have it. Like that, like that uh, sunflower. It used to be alive. And this is why you meet some people and they always talk about their past. Child in 94, I was living. It is 2022. I need you to have some new victories. Mm. Come on, come on. Prophesy to yourself. Say, at my 2022, I'll experience new victories. I need you to speak life. What do we learn? Our, our mouth is a seed. Speak life into your life. Say in 2022, it'll be the best year of my life yet in every way. This is a farmer who plants only a few seeds. We'll get a small crop, but the crop, which is crap. Like, have you ever met somebody who, like, they didn't really want to do really good, they just want to do okay? That's not what you're called to. You're not called to get by. Why? He already told you I'm taking you from degree to degree. Some of y'all been sitting at 64 degrees. 
your house is too cold. I need you to turn it up like you at your grandmama name's house. Have you ever noticed when you go to your grandmama name's house, that heat? Look, me, it could be the middle of summer and she got the heat on 80. But I'm cold. Y'all turn the fan on. It's too hot in this house. You got to bring your own personal fan because... Okay, okay, I'm gonna be spiritual. Listen. <laughs> but the one who plants generously will get a what? Generous crop. So he says, listen, listen. He said, I'm gonna need you, Father, make this real money in Jesus' name. Don't judge me. Bible says I can call things to be not as though they were. Now they probably take it at TCF. They would take that. They absolutely would take that. <laughs> Y'all forgive me today. That's my foot. Listen. TCF would absolutely deposit this. <laughs> How much you say it was? Okay, here we go. <laughs> For those of you who it's my foot. Okay, don't, don't be. I don't have to tell you. Listen, number love. We love everybody. We love TCF. Uh, what else did I talk about today? We love. <laughs> no, Wells been and put your money in somebody else's account. You better. <laughs> okay. Come on, stop. Y'all be spiritual. Jesus. <sighs> okay. Okay. What else did I talk about? Scream. Listen, go see it. Halloween, go see it. Okay. All right. This stuff I talked about. Okay. We love everybody, all right? Here we go, look at me. He says, but the one who, who sows generously gets a what? Generous crop, which isn't crap. Look at verse eight. And God will generously, now look at me. It didn't say your boss. It didn't say your mama them. It didn't say your cousin them. It didn't say, watch me, it didn't say the bank. It didn't say the loan company. It said, and God will generously supply. Look at me. All you need. So somebody trying to say, how do I get my needs met? He just told you. Your increase is in your release. And God will generously provide what? All you need. Open your mouth, 915. Say, my needs are met. Then you, say your name will always have. Y'all better give up a praise right there. Why? You'll never lack another day of your life. Why? If I got seed in the ground, I will never lack another day of my life. I need you to fist bump two or three people. So you'll never lack again. You'll never lack again. You'll never... You will always have everything you need. Here's the shout. And plenty left over. And plenty left over to do what? To share it with other people. Why? You are blessed to be a blessing. Say, all my needs are met. And I have plenty left over to share with others. Look at verse 10 and 11. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer. Look at me. Which means if you don't see yourself as a farmer, you never give seed. Say, I am a farmer that has everything I need. It's in seed form. He will provide and increase your resources. Come on, 915. He will provide and increase your resources. I need you to lift your hand and say, Lord, provide and increase my resources. Can we go here? This is bigger than money. Because some of you, watch me, you need favor with somebody. Money can't get you in that door, but favor will get that... He will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Look at verse 11. Now, if you can't shout off of this verse, I did listen. Crap. You ready? Say your name. We'll be enriched. Watch me. In every way. So that you can always, always, 
always, always, come on YouTube, always, always be generous. Somebody say my sequel looks amazing. I'm not stingy, I'm a sower. All my needs are met and I have overflow so I can be a blessing to other people. I, you're so blessed, I need you to just put your blessing on somebody else. Touch somebody's shoulder and say, you're so blessed, you can bless somebody else. Say, you'll never lack again. Say, you'll never lack again. Say, you'll never lack again. Look at somebody else, say, you'll never lack again. You'll never lack again. Find a third person, say, you'll never lack again. You'll never lack again. And it's getting ready to happen. I need you to make sure you're in a section that knows they're blessed. I need you to make sure you're around some people that knows that your sequel looks amazing. You better check your role right now. If they're not praising, get up and move somewhere else. But I need to hear you, 915. Go right there. Go. Never lack again. Never lack again. I curse homelessness. I curse financial instability. I curse you having to live with other people. I curse you having to beg and borrow from other people. Your seed is about to produce your sequel. Your seed is about to produce your sequel. And in the spring feast, I prophesy double. Double. Double, 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 do it, double, say it, double, say it again, double, release a praise right there, go. My mouth, my movements, my money, there's more but that's all I will give you today. Your sequel always looks amazing because you can sow. You can sow with your words. You can sow with your actions. You can sow with your finance. My first book, which we rebranded called Making Money Moves, I tell the story about how I built a successful business and did really well and did amazingly well and, and went through a valley and I said, Lord, how am I going to get out of this? He said, if you teach me how to get out of it, I'll teach everybody how to do it. Can I tell you, it wasn't a financial planner. Then against that. It wasn't some great genius business idea. And I tried, I was, I'm an entrepreneur by nature, so I, I, was, I know how to build something from scratch. It wasn't some great business idea. Watch me. It wasn't some person I met that just wrote me a check. And that's really what I was praying. I, was, I hear these people tell these stories. I was like, God, let me woke up to somebody. And let them just look at me and say, the Lord told me to pay all your bills. That didn't happen for me. You know what I did? I gave my way out. And I was sowing in the midst of a valley. I said, Lord, it's just that simple. He said, I said what I said. I gave my way out. For some of you, you're going to speak your way out. You're going to move your way out. You're going to sow your way out. If you're in this building, on campus or online, and you need to give your life to Jesus, the first seed you need to give him is you. Sow you. So you today. Give him you. Release you today. Some of you, you've been so afraid of control and giving up control to God because you feel like people have let you down. He's not a man that he should lie, nor is he the son of a man that he's ever going to have to repent. What does that mean? If he said it, he said what he said. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself, Lord, to be sure. On three, in this building, I'm going to ask that you raise your hand. Online, I'm going to ask that you do the hand wave emoji. Just say it's me. On TikTok, same thing. On, on Clubhouse, you do the same thing. One, God's coming to get you. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. One, two, three. If that's you, hand up in this building. Online, do the hand wave emoji. It says me. I see you. I got you. I got you. Everybody, pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. My sequel looks amazing. I'm excited about my future. My next looks better 
than my previous or my present. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart. You're that guy. God, my savior, lover of my soul, my father, my protector, my provider. I am yours. You are mine. Done deal. In Jesus' name. Amen. You become a Christian. If you just did that, becoming a Christian for the first time or recommitting yourself, Lord, or being sure, take out your phone, scan that QR code, or text the word decision to 877-552-4746. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.